Welcome to our podcast series from the Global Critical Philosophy of Religion Project. This project aims to rethink the philosophy of religion from the ground up, with an entirely new set of categories and questions. As you may imagine, this is no small task. The interview series on teaching is created by Nathan Lowen. The interviews are supported by a grant from the Wabash Center. All of the podcasts you find here on the Global Critical Philosophy of Religion are hosted by Study Religion, a production of the Department of Religious Studies at the University of Alabama. How might philosophy of religion be taught in the 21st century? Jin Park is a professor and department chair of the Philosophy and Religion Department at American University in Washington, D.C. You may learn more about Professor Park's research and teaching at www.american.edu forward slash CAS forward slash faculty forward slash jypark.cfm. Dr. Park was part of a pilot project teaching philosophy of religion with a global critical approach. The pilot was supported by a Wabash Center grant administered by Gary and Kopf of Luther College. Our conversation on August 17, 2020, focused on how Professor Park structures a cross-cultural introduction to the philosophy of religion. Thank you, Jen, for joining me here. Uh, we'd like to ask you some questions about what you understand about the global critical philosophy of religion. What might that mean? What are some examples? Uh, we have a few short questions. Um, if you'd be so kind to answer, we'd love to hear your thoughts, and then we can use those as jumping off points with the others. Thank you very much, and thank you for uh, inviting me just to get this project started. So I would have to have a conversation with you about those issues. What does global critical philosophy of religion mean to you? I mean, is it distinct from comparative intercultural or multicultural philosophy? Um, and finally, what would the significance of a global critical philosophy of religion be as opposed to those other ways of doing philosophical inquiry? Mm -hmm. Yes, um, I think the first step to answer that question is to really define what do we mean by global and critical? I think these two vocabulary itself seems obvious, but if we really think about it, we can uh, really clarify what this project could be, or to me, what it means, right? So let's think about global. Obviously, global means that related to the world. So global philosophy of religion is a kind of philosophy of religion which is trying to uh, examine, discuss the religious traditions around the world. That much sounds clear, but, on the, but I'd like to kind of move one step further and think about global in a way more kind of uh, content-oriented. In other words, global also means something related to the whole of something, right? As we say, globally speaking. Or, so global philosophy of religion should be something that can look at the phenomenon of religion globally, not only just worldly, geographically, but in terms of topic. What I mean by this, in the traditional philosophy of religion, there are only certain topics that have been discussed dominantly. And those topics have been based on the Judeo-Christian tradition, right? And because of that, there are a number of kind of issues that have been excluded in this discourse. But as you know that the religion is really uh, 
broad, right? Especially what I call the act of religion. There are religious traditions, religious texts, religious doctrines and institutions and rituals, all kind of things. There are a lot of different issues. So I'd like to see this global, not only something related to the world in terms of geographical religious tradition, but in terms of topic. So then we can address those topics which have been excluded so far. Okay. And then critical, obviously, uh, we use this expression a lot, critical thinking, but what does it mean exactly? And then sometimes people think that critical means uh, criticizing something. Well, that is not exactly what we mean by critical. So in this case, I'd like to think about critical in the way that to look at things uh, and then examine the kind of foundation of an argument, for example, if you claim God exists, and then critically approach that statement means that what is the foundation of that claim? Does it make, uh, make sense? And then after you approach that uh, from the foundation of that uh, argument, also trying to place that in the context. And uh, God exists. Does it make sense in Judeo-Christian tradition? Does it make sense in Buddhist tradition or Hindu tradition? Then you, you kind of get a different kind of answers. So put them together in a way that I'd like to think a global critical philosophy of religion is a kind of discipline in which we not only uh, examine the religious traditions around the world, but also the topics that are related to religious phenomenon, all the topics globally, right? The whole thing, entirety of religious tradition and does that by contextualizing our questions and also the examining the foundations of certain kind of claim that we are making about certain religion or religious phenomenon. And you asked how this might be different from something like comparative philosophy of religion. Right. Now, this discipline called the comparative something has a lot of kind of uh, problems for a long time, right? Comparative right. literature, comparative philosophy, comparative philosophy of religion, in a way that uh, the question is whether this, what is meant by comparison is a methodology or a content, right? Actually, I teach a quote-unquote comparative philosophy course, uh, Derrida and Buddhism. That has been one of my major field. And at the beginning of the semester, I asked students, what does it mean that we do comparative philosophy between Derrida and Buddhism? What do you do with this, right? So Derrida has the, this and the Buddhism has that. Okay, we compare them. There are similarities and differences. It's actually fun to see that. But so what? There we get to that's really core of comparative philosophy, right? So in other words, if we do not get to so what part, I mean, it might be fun to compare Judaism and Buddhism, but so what? What do you want to do with that? And I think there you can use a comparative philosophy religion as just a methodology, or if you get to the content of it, so what do we do with this comparison? you might get to a something similar to what we just defined about the global critical philosophy of religion, right? So it depends on how you approach that. Right. And comparative uh, philosophy of religion or comparative philosophy, it sounds like, and usually that's what happened, sounds like a comparing two 
separate independent identities, entities, right? So here is a whole tradition called Buddhism, for example. Here is an entire tradition called Christianity. You compare them, they are separate. Right. And I think a global critical philosophy of religion is not really approaching the different philosoph uh, religious traditions from that perspective. That's what I meant when I said contextualizing certain questions. And how about the multicultural philosophy of religion? Like, uh, I think it's the opposite of a comparative uh, philosophy. For example, multiculturalism is more content-based, right? Multiculturalism is an effort to recognize different cultural traditions, right? Plurality is the kind of basis of this multiculturalism. But mm -hmm. then, so what? There are different traditions of culture. What are you going to do with that? Right? So there comes uh, again the so what issue. And here we once again get to the kind of uh, content issue. Comparing and recognizing different kind of cultures and traditions. Now what do we want to do with that? I think that content is exactly what the global critical philosophy of religion is kind of uh, trying to get at from my perspective. In other words, that's I think the significance of this project. In a way that can be uh, explained by comparing what Peter Hoshak uh, says in his uh, Value in Diversity, the difference between variety and diversity. So nowadays uh, at the university, we hear a lot about diversity and inclusion. I think it's the right. same at the university too, right? And uh, okay, what do you mean by diversity? If you bring students from different countries and culture, right? Asians, Africans, African-Americans, and white people, colored people, put them together one on campus, does not make it diverse. It's a variety. We have a variety of students from different colors, colors of skin, right? Right. And if each kind of individual lives separately without contract, uh, kind of uh, getting connected to one another, what's the point of bringing them together? So as Peter Hoshak says that variety means simply coexistence, right? That's better than exclusion, but then that does not mean that actual inclusion. You just bring those students from underprivileged place and then just to place them on campus and if you do not take care of them and teach how their culture can help other culture to understand each other. That's the point. Diversity, Peter says, Peter Hoshak says that is a kind of not only simple coexistence, it's the awareness of interconnectedness, right? Right. So in right. other words, how the understanding of Asian religious tradition can help understand Christianity or how understanding of Jewish tradition can help somebody to understand the Buddhist tradition, right? So this kind of interconnectedness and the mutual influence in the identity formation and understanding of its own tradition is I think the benefit or significance of global critical philosophy of religion. Right. Since you mentioned students, I think we could jump to a question that heads into the practical issues. You covered a lot in, the, in that response. And now that you mentioned students, it might be worthwhile for us to hear from you about how you translate your understanding of global critical philosophy of religion as you've just talked about it. How do you translate that into your pedagogy and strategies that you would suggest for an undergraduate student body? Mm -hmm. where, do you, where do you go there? How it, could you lead us in that direction, please? 
Right. So I think um, one of the obvious efforts to do this global critical philosophy of religion in our curriculum is to bring in this kind of non-Western philosophical religious traditions, right? So I don't know how many people actually teach the philosophy of religion as an independent course, right? right? At my university, in my department, we have philosophy of religion course, but this is only for upper level graduate course. So we don't have intro to uh, philosophy of religion. But then what I, the way I do it, and I incorporate it in my uh, religious heritage of Asia or the kind of world religion course, right? So first thing that obvious thing that we can do is really add those uh, non-Western tradi religious traditions in your curriculum and see that how students respond to those materials and help them understand non-Western traditions, but at the same time, ask them how this understanding of non-Western religious traditions help them understand the religious traditions that they are familiar with. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, uh, the kind of first uh, thing that we can do. The second thing is, as I mentioned before, to think about different topics. Right? Traditionally, philosophy of religion is, uh, does God exist? Uh, and so on, and why, the, why is there evil in the world? And so on and so forth. So, uh, but bringing different kind of topics that are really relevant to us today, right? And one of the things I usually do is gender issue. Right? Right. Gender in, in, in Buddhism, for example, gender in Confucianism, and think about how this um, different gender, women or men, actually understand the same religious tradition differently, and they are treated different. What does that mean for us? when we understand religion, right? So kind of draw from practice and the meaning of religion from marginalized group, right? Not only women, but then socially marginalized group and things like that. So the first one is geographically uh, drawing from different religious traditions, especially include non-Western uh, materials. The second one is topically we include those uh, religious practice of those people who have been marginalized or excluded in the traditional uh, philosophy of religion discourse. Right? But this does not necessarily mean that Western religious traditions cannot be part of a global critical philosophy of religion, right? For example, actually this semester I'll be teaching one credit course titled Religion Without Religion. You should know uh -huh. what this means, right? So yeah. it's obviously Jack Derrida is a uh, philosophy of religion, right? That he's a philosophy of religion, but he is religious uh, approach, right? Caputo called it religion without religion. So what I try to do is uh, to read some sections of Derrida's work, right? And right. think about what it means to practice religion. What do we know about religion, right? So this is a way of using Western material, but then critically approach it, right? Critically, when Derrida asks us, when do we pray? To whom do we pray? And right. this is a whole question about prayer. And then how do we do the prayer in the, the beast and the sovereign and things like that, right? So right. this is a, one of the cases that uh, by using Western tradition, you also do a critical approach to the philosophy of religion. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So I think there are various different kind of ways that we can uh, to incorporate this in our curriculum.
thank you so much for answering these questions. Uh, these are a great way for us to start um, moving into our discussions about what global critical philosophy of religion can turn into, uh, mm -hmm. particularly for different teachers and instructors across the United States. Thanks for listening. For more information about the Global Critical Philosophy of Religion project, please visit our website at globalcritical, and that's all one word, dot as dot ua dot edu. There you will find our participating scholars, publications, sponsors, projects, and contact information. Study Religion is a production of the Department of Religious Studies at the University of Alabama. For more information about our department, please visit the website at religion.ua.edu. Or you can search for our department on Twitter, Instagram, Vimeo, Facebook, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify Podcasts. <laughs>